Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Oh my God. This ball's thrown and Tyree just goes up for it like a basketball player. Harrison trying to knock it down. That's a great catch by David Tyree. Welcome to Catch the Moment Podcast. I'm your host, David Tyree. Excited to have you back for another week where we're going to deliver you the process, the journey. We're going to get you where you got to go to get great done. You could catch your next moment. But I'm here with a new friend, really excited because he has tons of experience in the fitness industry, Mike Duffy, personal training. Mike, what's going on? All good. I'm so honored to be here. Oh, listen, man, you deserve to see it at the table. 30 years in the fitness industry. Um, I mean, like, I could obviously, I'm looking at you. Biceps still bulging. You're still looking <laughs> fantastic. You're still wearing your business. Um, but before we get into, um, honestly, just a lot of experience, I, I, we start off every every uh, guest. We ask them, you know, tell me, do you remember where you were when you saw the helmet catch? Any oh, thoughts, oh, reactions, <laughs> any what candid stories? Whatever you got for me. I was sitting in my living room with my, my, my kids and my dad. My dad's been a giant fan. Forever. All right, cool. So we got that off. I didn't have Hard, to ask. Yeah, hardcore, <laughs> hardcore. If he knew I was here today, he'd be flipping, doing backflips. That's fantastic. Yeah, he's he's famous. So we were all, you know, I was a giant fan because my dad was a giant fan. Excellent. And sitting on a couch watching the game, and when that catch came up, I mean, I think I hit my head in the ceiling. I'm so high. <laughs> my dad, who always yelled at the TV. Yeah, you know, I, I have, going crazy. My dad's always yelling at the TV. If there's a bad play, a mistake, he's yelling. I'm like, Dad, you can't yell at the TV all the time. <laughs> Uh, he was screaming and it was it was like it was bedlam it was crazy that's what i'm talking yeah. about now it was a long time coming for the big blue and like i said it's just it's just fun to get those good feels and i'm gonna quickly turn the table this might be a little difficult for you but you know you know i even when i consider you know you you actually were like what mr uh natural mr america natural yeah. is that the, is that natural, the title yeah natural mr america and, and you was quite stoked, if I may say so myself. I saw a nice little well, picture there. back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> now you got it going on. So I'm going to flip it on you and say, what would you call a, the, the defining moment or, of your success, I mean, your career as a, either a bodybuilder or as a, as a trainer, as a business owner? What, defining? A business owner? Um, that's a good question. Ah, well, really I like question. to give you a little stumper every now and then because well, it's a lot of experience. Yeah, well, defining moment for me was getting married and having a family and you have these kids sitting there and like you have to feed them now. You're 100% responsible for not your life, but for other lives. Ooh. And that lit a candle under me and I just, I said, nobody will ever outwork me. I'll work Ooh. 36 hours a day and I'm going to be successful because I'm not going to let them down. So for me, it's the family that motivated me to take it to another level. I hit a level that I never thought I could. Mm. I train people from 6 in the morning to 9 or 10 at night. Seven days a week. I just was, nothing's going to stop me. Mm. I'm going to build this business and I'm going to be successful. Or there's no, I wasn't going to take it. There was no, there was no, there was no, there was no, there was no turning back. There was no maybes. Burn the bridges. I just wanted to to give them everything that they deserved. That's fantastic, man. That was actually one of the best responses I've got so far because I've, I felt that from the heart. (laughs) I felt that. I remember, and I was young when I had my, I was young and crazy and, Uh you know, college when we had our first, my first son, Teon. So Uh I remember the first, that was like, oh crap, it's it's no longer about you anymore, buddy. So I I, kind of have some, you know, and and it's, I hate to, yeah, no, go for it. When you're a bodybuilder and you're training, everything's about you. Mm. You know, you're six meals a day, where are you going to eat? 
training two, three times a day. You're just so self-absorbed and being as best you can. Yeah. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it turns around, you're, you're finished bodybuilding, you have a family, you start a business, it's yeah. like, okay, now it's about everybody else. That was game yeah, time. Yeah, it was like complete 360. So I got to even ask you into that, right? Because you talk about the seven-day-a-week grind. I can only imagine what that has to be like. You know, you talk about your your, your family was the motivation. Mm-hmm. How was that in relation to, you know, stress and strain on a, on a new marriage? Were you guys yeah. always on, on point? Yeah, for the most part. We were yeah. always on point. I mean... If there's any ever stress, it's just because it's working so much. And yeah. you, know, you come home at a long day, and, you know, sometimes it's like, you you know, you just want to go to sleep. <laughs> kids want to jump on you, you know, give her, give Alyssa a bath and, you know, read Joe a book. And, yeah. and it was hard because you're so tired because you're working so much. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So, you know, there were trying times, but like I said, it always, it always works out. No, that's fantastic. Because like, like I said, that's, you know, that, that's kind of some of the stuff that no one sees, right? Even yeah. when you're telling a story that has to lay a foundation, especially for a business. When you're, when you're in it, yeah. and, I, and honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm a few years into being a business owner. Uh-huh. Totally different than yeah, yeah. showing up at work, right? <laughs> a lot yeah. of moving pieces. But when you work, you, you know, it's like 9 to 5. When you're a business owner, it's 24-7. 24-7. So I got to get your thoughts. Um, talk to me about, you know, like 30, 30 years in the fitness industry as a, as a competitor yourself, as well as um, even more so as a business owner. Fitness has become very trendy, online businesses, yeah. social media businesses. Um, how do you, what has been your, your sweet spot differentiated? Oh, for us, well, first, um, the studios that we have, they're personal training only. So it's just one-on-one training. Uh-huh. Um, you can't come into the gym unless you have an appointment with one of our trainers. So it's not like a regular gym where, you know, just pay a monthly fee and come in. Got it. So it's it's one-on-one. It's, it's um, motivational. It's quiet. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, so it's not the big hype train. Yeah, no, people aren't in there taking selfies and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, it's just they come in and and we work. You know, we work and we do a little kidding around. You know, because you want to make people laugh. But it's it's you come in, you do your work, and and then you leave. Man, that's so it's, that, a, it's a different business model. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. So I mean, the, the obvious right is the world shuts down in in, in COVID. So you know, I'm imagining closed doors closed for a while. How was that experience? And I'm talking about not just for your business. How was it for yeah. you? Um, when we got shut down, it was for four months, almost four months. Okay. So, and we had just a year before that, we just bought a building and we spent a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, we were spent a year going through zoning and, you know, getting, getting everything done there. And then we had to completely gut the place and build it. And it's like, we just finished and, and uh, all of a sudden it's boom, COVID hit. So it's like, Man. oh boy, what, what's going on here? You the know, world stops. Yeah. I just worked my whole life to, <laughs> you know, establish these two businesses and then finally save enough money to buy a building yeah. uh, for the business. And it's like, boom, COVID hit. So I was really like, wow, this is something different. Yeah. But um, I guess I sat home for about a week, you know, maybe sulking a little bit, wondering what I was going to do. And But then, you know, I just said, listen, we're going to make this work. So we started going back into the gym every day. Okay. Just, just two of us because, you know, COVID sure. roll out. So we were going to the gym and we'd shoot videos. Every day we'd shoot mm. a training video. And then we'd put it on Facebook Live and have tell our clients that, you know, if you want to work out, here that's we are. That's awesome. So, and we had never done that before. So I was trying to figure <laughs> out, okay, how are we going to film this? Yeah. You know, there was music rights and things like that. There were issues. Oh my um, God, pain in the butt. Yeah. So, but we learned fast. And okay. uh, so we started filming one class a day and then two classes a day. And, you know, we're filming classes. We really weren't doing classes, mostly one-on-one. 
Um, but we brought different things in. My wife came. She's a Zumba instructor in the former life. So she came. I was doing Zumba classes. And my daughter would Okay. Join. My daughter's a cheerleader at Penn State with a big dance background. So they would come in and do these Zumba classes. And, and people really enjoyed it. And I would teach class. And some of my trainers would come in and do a special class. But yeah. Every day we were filming a class just to... We wanted to keep in front of our clients and let sure. them know we didn't forget them. They shouldn't be forgetting about their workouts and their fitness. That's right. Yeah, we did a. We also did a, a weight loss challenge, a virtual weight loss challenge. Um, we got this computerized nutrition program to use online. So excellent. Yeah, we just hustle fast. <laughs> <laughs> so the the you know the the ability to adapt, right? Like, um, talk to me. Like, what what have been the biggest challenges? You know, because when I'm looking at Mike Duffy, I'm looking at longevity, experience, credibility, and, uh, you know, even what I could gather from, um, you know, kind of looking into a little bit more of what makes you different is, um, it sounds like you've been, you've, you've been living this since a kid. So yeah, talk, talk about it because, you know, most people kind of arrive there maybe a little later in life. They have, they might have a, a health crisis an awakening sure, yeah. and they become more passionate. Not a lot of people just 15, 16, 17-year-old, and they're yeah. in a nutrition. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I'm, I guess, you know, we were always involved in sports. My dad was always, like, watching football and baseball, and then we started watching, and we all get involved. So I had three brothers. Yeah. And we played football. We played baseball. We wrestled. Oh, so you um, got to mention where you, where, where, you went, where, you, where you came up at. Uh, the great town of Elizabeth High School. Elizabeth. You know, a little Elizabeth bit of a, a little bit of a rival to <laughs> yeah. you know Montclair. You know, we had some you yeah, know, we had some, some knockdown battles back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah. Nah, go for it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um, you know, so growing up in all the different sports programs, we were always working out, push ups, running, sit ups, and nice. had some great, great, great coaches. Great, it's amazing awesome. coaches. Going through the PAL program. Oh, uh, yeah. A lot of guys were cops and detectives, but they were just the most amazing coaches motivating you. Awesome. They worked you really, really hard. Like they I learned the work ethic from getting worked by those guys. It's awesome. Like, they just drilled you. The formative you know, years, Drilled man. you and drilled you. And those were the, those yeah. are the good old days. They were hard. They were hard. I'm sure they were hard back yeah. then, too. Yeah, very hard. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of great, lot of great stories You probably share. can't do too much of that anymore. It's no, had to no. shift and change. Yeah, no, it was a little more, you know. You Evolve. Know, yeah, a little more physical abuse back then. Yep, yep. It was tolerated. <laughs> Helmet grabbing. Yeah, oh, oh, man. That kicks, hits, and slaps in the head, and the parents like, well, you deserved it. <laughs> Sadly, we say those were the good old those days. Those were the good old days. I don't see that anymore. But that, that actually gave me character. It made me tough. There you and, go. And, you know, I would do the same thing over again. Yeah, man. I'm with but you. anyway, that's, that's another day. No, it's all good, man. So yeah. those, those, those were the formative years. You're, you were obviously active. But, like, you know, wrestling kind of talk to me about, you know, just that evolution. How you're even your journey to Rutgers. Yeah. So tell us. Yes. Yeah, so um, Walk out of all the sports, I guess I was best at wrestling. Out yep. of all the sports. And, um, you know, wrestling, you always had to watch your weight. Yeah. So from a very young age, you know, I remember wrestling in a 90-pound weight class, and the coach was like, you got to lose five pounds, you know. I'm a little skinny kid, 90 pounds. But you always had to watch your weight, so you always had to have good nutrition. Sure. So from a very young age, I learned, you know, what foods are going to keep you lean and what foods are going to make you chubby. And, wow. uh, you know, that, that went all the way through high school. Always had, you know, always watching your weight. I wrestled 90 pounds, 115, 135, 158, 170. Yeah. I just kept growing. And I was growing because I was lifting. Got it. And, you know, I got into lifting because um, my second year wrestling, first year wrestling, I got my butt beat every match. I hey, knew dude. nothing about wrestling. And <laughs> Let me tell you what, I got the uh, utmost respect for <laughs> I would never wrestle. My, you know, we had a couple studs in Montclair. Uh -huh. And my sons, I got my sons in wrestling. 
And I saw this guy just mushing my yeah. son's face all yeah. into the mat. How, how'd you feel about that? Oh, I, man. I, I, you I know, don't know if I could stay. Come, I would be coming I, out of bleachers. Or I had every desire to. <laughs> I mean, like, so. I, that's tough. You guys are, you guys yeah. are, it's a different breed. My, my poor parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so, some real stuff. Yeah, yeah, so first year I got beat, like, almost every match. And I just thought it was because I wasn't strong enough. I didn't mm. realize that, you know, wrestling, it's experience. It's like in any other sport. Technical. But, you know, kid, and yeah. Not strong enough. So my grandfather had bought my older brother a set of weights because he was a pretty good football player. Nice. And, uh, but um, he never used them. So I said to my mom, you mind if I use these weights? I, I want to get stronger for wrestling. She ah. said, sure. And, like, I trained really, really hard. And I was just consumed with reading every article, magazine I can find on, on, on working out. You're just consumed, bro. <laughs> Like, I was reading and training and reading and training, reading and training. And then, you know, a year later, I was like almost twice the size. You know? yeah. so I just started growing and eating and reading more uh, articles on nutrition. And I just en enveloped myself. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know why, but yeah. you know, I just I just got so into it that, um, you know, all through high school, I kept getting bigger. I started competing as a bodybuilder when I was 16. So nice. I was still in high school um, because the guys at the gym, the older guys. And we, we I trained at Elizabeth YMCA. Man. Great, great place. A <laughs> lot, lot of great, the older guys there, they, yeah. like, they mentored you, they showed you how to exercise and everything. And one guy said, well, you should compete, you have a better physique than these guys winning trophies. I'm like, oh, I'll give it a shot. Nice. So then I got in, that's when I really started getting into bodybuilding. So I was doing that while I was playing sports and everything. So yeah. it, was, it was a lot of fun. And then, you know, you had to ask about Rutgers. Um, yeah, because, you know, I'm a Syracuse guy, so I got to okay. bring Rutgers on yeah. the table. You know, you see the I, orange, you know, on the, yeah. but you represent it with the red, so we all good. Red, yeah. We well, even. I like, in, my, in my business, we have red, red, black, and gray and white for Elizabeth and for Rutgers. Ah, you did marry them all, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I kind of got them all in there. <laughs> proud, of, proud of where we came from. No, you should be. Yeah. Ruck, Rutgers... We, and thank God that, you know, Shannon brought them out the, out the ashes. And, yeah. you know, they're still even... Not where they were first go around. Yeah, hopefully, he'll take them back where they were. <laughs> it's, it's trending in the right direction, at least. Yeah, yeah, man. So you get to you, you get to Rutgers, and that was the end of wrestling. Yeah, so I went to Rutgers. They um, paid for my whole first year of school. Nice for wrestling. We'll take and, it. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, that's great. I mean, I, I had really good grades in college. I mean, high school. Yeah. So you know, I was I got in anyway. Thanks, you know? Absolutely. So uh, when I went there, they had a captain's practice. Um, like the first month of school, and I went and I, I we practiced like two hours, and I was like, "This is really good," but I'm never coming back. That's yes. I, I've had enough. I, that that you know, like as as an athlete, that's that uh, that like knowing I can I can imagine who you were, but like I said, when I'm now I'm listening to you and yeah. you know, like not there's not a lot of athletes that are like that that immerse themselves that young yeah. in the information that makes them a better uh, competitor. Whereas this is more about the, the fun of the sport and see yeah. where it takes you. Yeah, no, now, you were definitely a different breed. Yeah, no, I, just, I, I just had enough. It's just, you know, I, I had to drop like 20 pounds. Um, I really didn't have 20 pounds to drop. Sheesh. And, um, you know, like we, I was talking about before, is like when I was home and I was bodybuilding, my mom, my grandma cooked like every meal. Everything yeah. was measured and weighed, and it's like four, five, six meals a day and perfect food. You're and like then, a pioneer. This, <laughs> this is what people are talking about now. Yeah. You're, you're doing back then. And then you go to college, and you know what the cafeteria is like, and the grease trucks on campus. Oh. Like, I, I, I. Big pile of bacon <laughs> sitting over there, just bacon, old oatmeal, and yeah. old grits. Cheese whiz on everything. <laughs> I'm like, I, I can't diet. I just can't do it. It yeah. is and, legendary. And the uh, the work volume was much different than high school. I can imagine. Not, yeah. not more, uh, much higher volume of work. Sure. So I'm like, well, if I'm going to get this work done, you 
know, and I'm, uh, I, I can't starve. Different priorities. Yeah, so I'm like, you know, so I'll just go to school and I'll, I'll bodybuild because I can train over the summer and I can train over the Christmas vacation sure. and diet and compete and then focus on school. So it worked out really well. Boom. Yeah, yeah man. Like, it's, it's, I always love hearing people's, different people's thought process, right? Because, you know, at the end of the day, is we're all kind of defining, that we're allowing certain things to unfold, but some people have actually have a, a, a vision and idea about the way they want their life to be. So, um, you know, obviously amazing. So, we obviously, you even talked about a little bit in relation to the coaches, adversity builds character. What have been some of the, you know, the, the most difficult obstacles, right, that you've had to overcome through your through your experience as a as a like I said as a man as a as a business owner what has been some of those defining experiences for you that has really shaped who you are as, as a man good question <laughs> you know sometimes we don't often give you know yeah, give, yeah. you know I like to you know I got to do this myself right but everybody's just kind of going through life and you might not even realize that you yeah, just no. conquered a yeah a hell of a mountain Fine experiences I would think that for me, defining experience was um, when I finished college. I went to school for exercise science. Excellent. Because I was so. Like, so you got the knowledge. You, yeah. So you know the practical experience of dieting myself, learning. I took a lot of nutrition courses in college, along with the exercise phys classes. So I, I really learned how you know technically and scientifically how the human body works. Wow. So you know putting that all together, I got out of school and I'm like, I want to open a gym. Mm. So I worked one summer. I bartended. Um, saved money and went to business with two of my friends and we opened this gym um, and that was tough <laughs> I, I knew how to work out and teach people to work out but I didn't know business you know uh, okay so yeah. you know we all have a little bit of strengths and liabilities yeah. what was what was the biggest liability that you experienced at your, at your young at that young stage of your life and how how yeah. did you kind of grow through that? Yeah, so it's just lack of business experience, you know, knowing, mm -hmm. knowing you know, accounting and, you know, payroll. There you go. Like, like you know, who, where do you learn that, you know? <laughs> where do you learn to, to, for payroll service and, you know, payroll taxes and, like, all these, like, you know, business is different and difficult if you haven't been involved in it or your sure. parents didn't teach you. Yeah. Like my parents didn't have business. My, mom, my dad worked. My mom never worked. Got it. You know, so where do you learn it? Well, you, school of hard knocks. You school learn on your own. Or you learn from somebody else, but yeah. you know, so didn't have the internet back then. And Google, no, no. YouTube, <laughs> exactly. Like so, you had to figure this all out. So you know, it, it was really tough. You sure, know, because like you're working really hard, but you're not making money because you're not making the right business moves. Yeah, and you know, you're trying, you're trying to get loans to grow your business, but the bank's not going to give you money because you don't, you don't own real estate. Yeah. You know, you don't really have, you not make enough at your job. To, yeah, you know, and it's like you know. I, if you loan me the money, I promise you'll pay it back. <laughs> but that's not good it's, enough. It's the biggest retard situation. Like, I wouldn't need the money if I had the money, right? <laughs> so, at, you know, at a young age, it, it's tough um, to, to to grow your business. Yeah. And, and to get that that backing. And so that, that was really tough. I think that's really what it's about. You know, like, we're all going through it. You know, if you have the character and the, and the belief and the resolve... Mm -hmm. You're going to kind of keep plowing and find yeah, a just, solution. Yeah, just keep moving forward. Yeah, and I think what's what's uncelebrated is, man, I didn't have a clue. <laughs> just yeah. getting to that point, like, damn, I didn't have a clue. So, um, you know, talk to me, like, like I said, as your business evolved, technology is consuming this big space in fitness. Mm -hmm. Whether it's, um, you know, you, you talked about in the midst of COVID, you know, the cameras. Um, how how is that in light of you? I can I can imagine that your experience through the years. You have a one on one practice, which is different. Mm -hmm. How, how has technology continued to morph into your practice? Whereas I can imagine, like, yeah. you're, you're kind of like learning, right? Yeah, no, the, the biggest thing uh, with the technology is help with the fitness business and my fitness businesses 
is um, the internet and being able to reach people easier. Sure. Than I had in the past. In the past, you had to spend money on ads and yeah. a lot of money. And now, you know, if you have a strong email list, you can do as many ads as you want for free. It's good. You know, so you can reach more people for a lot less money. It's good. So it's easier to market your businesses in this day and age, to me anyway, for our business. No, listen, that's, yeah. that's, that's, I think huge that's difference. Yeah. That email list is huge. And, and uh, you know, I, I, it's, it's just so, it's, it's so neat. Like I said, when people, when you're looking at resources involved, I know everybody, you know, each generation has a different experience with technology, sure. right? Yeah. So... Um, even still there's new trends that I'm, I'm learning. I feel like I'm caught right in the middle. I'm like, I didn't care much about the internet when it came. Uh, yeah. I was like, I was more actively involved in being active. Sure. So yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a slow, uh, <laughs> I'm a slow Gen Xer type dude, borderline millennial. But, um, yeah, man. So I got to ask you this. This is always interesting to me from a coaching perspective. Like what bothers you the most being a coach? Because it's, it's not all peaches. Sometimes you get no, different no, clients. No, no, you got to deal with difficult Listen, people. If I if I work with ten people throughout the course of the day, there's ten different personalities. No doubt. So the, the easy clients are the ones that say, "Okay, you eat this, you eat this, you eat this, and you're training with me two days a week, and these will be results." And they're like, "Okay," and they do it. Boom. Those are the best ones. Yeah, they're easy. The other ones you tell them to do this, this, and this, and they don't do this, this, and this. <laughs> What's your response there? My, my response is we have to sit down and, and discuss this. <laughs> yeah, have a little, little, and it's, it's never with the workouts. Like yeah. the workouts, people love the workout. Got gotcha. you. They love the workout. I, I can do that, Mike. I, and they come to work out. Yeah. And there's, you know, I've, I've had clients for 25 years, the same person. Man. You know, 25, 20 years. So you build this relationship. You get to know them. They have good days and bad days. Yeah. So you get to, you know, and they're spending two, three hours a week with you. Sometimes it's more than with their spouse. Sure. So you really get to know them and you know when they're having a bad day. You know when you can push them. You know when you can't push them. So it's good. It's, it's, yeah. So there's certain people who you have to be a little tougher with. Yeah. Some people like to be drilled and, and yelled at and some people don't. So you have to figure that so out. So you, you, yeah. you know, these guys and that's probably, you know, was there a point where you, were you, were you always one-on-one with, with, with your gym? Was, no. was there a point where you say, you know what? Yeah. This is, this is the yeah. way. I was in the regular gym business. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I had been a partner in three different regular gyms. Um, one was a world gym licensee, like a 15,000 square foot world gym. Yep. Um, I was involved in another place, like a 5,000 square foot gym and another 4,000. So over the course of about 12 years, I was involved in three regular health club gyms. But I always kind of gravitated toward personal training. Yeah. And the longer in that gym business, you realize that, to me, the money was in personal training. Got it. You know, yeah. do you want to work with 2,000 clients paying $20 a month? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or would you rather work with 100 clients paying you 600 a month? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so it was easier for me to work one on one. And and I just, it's much, it's a much, for me, it's a much easier business to run than a gym business. Sure, sure. And no, that definitely makes sense. And probably a little bit more gratifying on, on the returns. More sure, yeah, yeah, because, you know, like in the, in the regular gyms, it's like they sign you up, they don't care if you come. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. That's, 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 where, the money's, that's where the money's made. Members. And yeah. I, you know, I had gyms like that. And I sure. knew that. But in our business, is, I want you to come. Yeah. I, I, I want you to come because it's better for you and it's better for me. Yeah. So that, that's basically my We want you to come. You don't come, you're going to get a phone call. Where that's, were you today? That's good. You got to get back in there tomorrow. That's really you know? good. Yeah. That's really good. So um, shape, shape me this, man. I'm, you know, like, um, 
I kind of got some themes that guide my life. What are some of those ethos for you? Am I like, I'm like truth, transparency, transformation. What is the ethos that you live by that is ingrained to, to your business? Nobody's going to work harder than me. Boom. That's it. Straight to it. You could be better than me. You could be smarter than me, but you're never going to outwork me. <laughs> hey, I kind of felt that. I felt challenged. <laughs> I just want everybody to know I felt challenged. Um, and it's not only physical work, it's like, like you talked before about like the, the, the internet and social media. Sure. It's like, you know, if you're a business owner, you have to know that. Mm. You have to know that. So I will stay up all night and read every book and listen to every podcast and eat, find every email marketing source. Duh, I, give I, me I, some of your superpowers. I, I will learn that. <laughs> I will learn it. You're going to learn it. I'll learn it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, and that, to be honest with you, that's really what took our business to the next level. Is, is learning email marketing, social media marketing, that took us to a whole nother level. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. That's so dope to hear you say that because, you know, I'm listening to you. I'm like, he's everything I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that. No, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's kind of like you, you know, you know, those one or two things that, that you're really good at. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where I'm at. I'm 42 years old. I'm at the stage where I'm like, if I spend too much energy into research, I'm going to be so frustrated because yeah. I will be at, pain points whereas so then you find somebody else who do that for there you, you yeah. know that's so there's that's there's how we certain do parts of my business i'm not strong at so i have people who are really good at it yeah so so just talk about that you know because i think that's you know when we're, when we're finding solutions whether you're an athlete whether you're in business mm -hmm. the, the same principles more or less apply right sure. you know you want to operate in that sweet spot what are your sweet spot areas in, in your business and your training and your approach so for me, yeah, is working on the floor with the clients. Excellent. Just because I think I just have enough, you know, background knowledge of getting people in shape. You know, if I got myself into shape, you can get anybody in shape. Like, <laughs> you, you, you know, a lot of trainers these days, they you know, they take a course. They may be marketing college or economics, and they they like oh, to work marketers out. Now. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. on I'm on I'm on social media. I said, well, yeah. you marketing pricks." Yeah. <laughs> Most of them look okay, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, but you know, they do that, but then they want to be a trainer and. And they never really worked out themselves. They didn't sure. play sports growing up, you know. So, but I've lived that, you know, I've lived that life. And Fantastic. It's, it's easier for me to transfer it over to my clients. How do you separate, like, the froth? You know, like, in, in, in fitness, there's so many different approaches. I've heard, you know, I've, I've heard a nice little clip where you were talking about the blood type yeah, approaches. Yeah, yeah. There's, so many, yeah. there's so many different approaches in fitness that are le legitimate. So how sure. do you, you know... How do you separate the froth from the real substance? So, you know, I've been in this business so long, and like I said, at a very young age, I was learning about dieting. Yeah. And um, I've probably tried every diet out there on myself. Ooh. So, and then, you know, going through school and learning the scientifics behind it, you kind of realize, you know, how the body works and, 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 and what works and what doesn't. Sure. Um, you know, and then all my continuing education after college, most of it has been through in holistic nutrition. Uh, to figure out how to make the body stronger and healthier. How to make the body do what it does. Exactly. So, you know, that's... You just weed it out real quick. You can tell the quick, you know, so, so, But I've tried all the different diets for myself, you know, losing weight for wrestling, you sure. know, preparing for bodybuilding. But, you know, a lot of bodybuilders, you know, bodybuilding kind of has a bad name with the drugs and everything. Yeah. But when you really look at bodybuilders, they're doing what everybody wants to do. Like everybody uh, who comes in, most people who come to a gym want to tone up and lose weight. Yeah. They want to get rid of fat and be cut. Yeah. Most of the people, other people, you know, injury rehab, but most people come in, I want to tone up and lose weight. That's right. And I want to look like the picture on a wall over there. 
look like Mike Duffy's. <laughs> Old and bald, maybe. That's all good. So, um, so bodybuilders know how to gain muscle. Yeah. Bodybuilders know how to lose fat. And that's what most people do. They just take it to an extreme level. Got so it. You just kind of have to calm that down and apply that. Uh. And when you asked me before with blood typing, um, by trying all different uh, diets and knowing the background that I have in science, oh, that sure. the blood typing to me makes the most sense. Mm. And if you've ever applied it, you'd realize it. I mean, there's a lot okay. of people out there that bash the blood type and diet. I don't yeah. think that they have a science background. If they did, yeah. I don't think they've actually applied it to themselves because every blood type is different. Got it. It's the quickest way to find your macronutrient profile. Ooh, now we're getting, so, we're getting yeah. there now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, this is good. Way. I'm going to ask you more about that. As a trainer, you know, I, always tell, I, I tell my trainers, I tell everybody that if you can get your client to adhere to a diet and a healthy eating program, they're going to look great. And then you're mm -hmm. going to look great. Boom. It's more important. I tell my clients 80% of it's nutrition. So if you get the nutrition down, working out is 20%. Boom. Yeah. That's the jewels right that's there, it. listen. That is 100% the jewels. That, that's it. Uh, you heard of, and I, I'm experiencing that right now. You know, you hit four, you know, you hit these little different stages and pockets, uh -huh. and I can feel the nutrition lean, you know. Yeah. I was invincible. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was one, one time yeah. I was invincible, eating what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. We, were, we were all like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. those were the good yeah. old days. As you get older, that changes. Ooh, buddy. So, yeah, uh, we're going to have to continue to glean from, from, okay. from the tree, man. Um, what, you know, like, so I, I have one of these sayings, and, you know, you know, like for me, it's, you know, I, I want to get into the mind, you know, what um, has been the biggest lesson, you know, like when you talk about different for as a human, as a leader, as an athlete, as a business owner, all kinds of different people will listen. What's the biggest lesson that you've learned through your life, your transition and all of these components? Honesty. Be honest. Come on. Bro. Be honest. Tell people just like, you know, this is what it takes. Um, business wise, um, you have to keep your business reputation. It's something you have forever. So you never, never want to do yeah. anything that's going to tarnish your business reputation. Excellent. If somebody's not happy with your service, give them a refund. It's good. Because you, your business, the local businesses, sure. it's, just a, it's a very small community. Yeah. And if you're not doing the right thing, it travels fast. That's good. So, you know, you just have to just do, do the right. I always tell my wife, we got to do the right thing. Do the just, right thing. Do the right, it, it might not be the best thing for us financially right now. Sure. But do the right thing. So that's really, really important. I love what yeah. you said, man. Um, you know, both both of them, honestly, because I'm like, honesty is always the way to lead. The best policy. You know, meaning like at the end of the day, you, you're never going to lose when you're being authentic and you're mm -hmm. being honest. Because it, it just kind of sets people free. You know, you, you, you're giving them your best feedback. You're giving them your, your best word. And, um, you know, as you said, even in relation to the reputation of your business, a good name is better than silver and gold. So, um, man, like... I, I could easily go on and on and on forever, but I think we got a good sense of um, what makes you valuable. Tell me, um, share a little bit more about where you guys are within your business today which, and what you're excited about in the future. Sure. Well, thanks for asking that question. Heck yeah. <laughs> so um, Mike Duffy's personal training. Sure. Um, we've been in business for, as a matter of fact, Saturday was our 25th anniversary in business. Congrats, so, man. Thank you. At our one location, Ocean. We have another location, Little Silver. It's been there 15 years. And it's always been my, my dream to um, franchise our business out so we can uh, affect more people statewide, countywide, statewide, nationwide. Oh, so we just uh, spent a, a year working real hard, um, and now we're able to offer franchises, Mike Duffy Personal Training Franchises. So 
that's right, that's well, that's right. that's my next step. We want to look at me up. I'm 61 years old, Listen. and I, I said to my wife, I'm gonna work the rest of my life. I'm I love gonna, it. I love I'm it. I'm gonna stop working. Screw retirement. I'm what not, is that? I'm never gonna retire. I just I can't picture myself ever retiring. Yeah, I always, always got to be doing something, making something, moving. So I said, our, our next phase is we're gonna work on franchising. We have a 10 year plan. Excellent. And uh, that, I'm, we're excited about that. I'm a little nervous, but I know that I'm gonna work my butt off yeah. and make it work. Listen, great, great risk, great rewards. The, the worst that we're gonna get is you're gonna set up not just yourself, but your generations with sure. a legacy of experience, man. And so not only am I you know, supportive, encouragement, I'm, I'm excited. Um, you know, number one, I get a chance to glean from that kind of experience myself. Um, congratulations because like I said even from Mr. Natural like I said and, and, I, and I agree I think uh, the bodybuilding has definitely kind of gotten this bad rap I've learned yeah, a little bit more yeah. myself I didn't realize that steroids were just more of a healing agent than it was you know I thought it was a superpower yeah. you know primarily I know that yeah, you know. Yeah, well. <laughs> but you were Mr. Natural yeah um, it's funny because they always got accused of it and I'm like, that's like the biggest compliment. If you, you know, if you're accusing me, of that, <laughs> that's like the big, that's the biggest compliment. You that's know? fantastic. Um, but you know, you have to understand that. Like, I was so involved in nutrition and training and reading everything. Like, I just enveloped myself in it. And then, you know, when I was at Rutgers, you know, taking all these different physiology classes and everything, you know, and exercise fizz recovered the effects of anabolic steroids. Yeah, and it's like it's not good. Yeah, and, long, and I'm like. I don't want to do that. I don't want that stuff to happen to me, you know? So Bro, you're you so know. practical and pragmatic, you know, dude. Yeah, and, and back then, you know, they, they had these, uh, it's probably a little bit before your time, they had these, uh, all through school, they had this program called TIP, Turn the Pusher. You know, turn drugs are, yeah. yeah, TIPs. It's all throughout the school, from grade school up, turn and push your drugs are no good, drugs are no good. Like, yep. it's still in your mind. Your parents are still in your mind. Then you go to college, and it's like, yeah, analog steroids, you do it, but look, these side effects and that. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to touch that stuff. I don't want, uh, you know, I would feel rotten if I had a kid with a birth defect. Yeah. And it was because potentially something you took. When sure. You were young. I just, I couldn't live myself. So, yeah, see, that kind of like, I kind of have these, my brain works maybe a little differently. No. Yeah. I've, I, like I said, I've, I've made some bonehead decisions, but, you know, there was some things that I just knew I was never going to do. It just mm -hmm. didn't make sense. And honestly, like, I would, I, I was telling the, the thing that made me successful as an athlete was believing that my body had everything within it to make it perform at the highest level. Mm -hmm. Now, that only works until you get to a certain age. But it was actually that kind of mindset that made me, you know, the belief system, which is, yeah. right, 80% yeah. um, of what fuels our actions, our beliefs, and allows us to kind of ascend. So when you when you talk about that, I'm like, nah, man, I, this this, yeah. this these bodies are built to do amazing things. Exactly, yeah, that's amazing, man. And you know, I, I just believe proper nutrition, you can get great results. Listen, man, we got well. I'm 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 looking for continued results for uh, for you and your business. I can't thank you enough for number one who you, who you are, that your legacy um, within your own industry, your practicality. A lot, a lot of value here within this episode. On, let's be, let's be honest. Maintain the reputation of your business. Um, I mean, honestly, like I said, it's a treasure trove of information. I, I know I didn't unlock, I didn't unlock all the goods. Yeah, not all the goods. But we got, we certainly got to it. We want to go. Thank you for catching a moment okay. with me here, Mike. Um, and I, I really look forward to you know keeping the conversation. Sure, definitely. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. It's it's an honor to, to sit next to you. Oh, listen, brother. This is Jersey. First of all, this goes. This, you know, it always, it always, it always starts where you know ends where where it starts yeah, that's at. That's for sure. Yeah. So we got the Jersey love. Well, listen. Thank you, everybody, for for joining in the Catch the Moment podcast. Um, 
Mike is a gem, a dime, and he's a he's a he's a leader in his own industry that is continuing to evolve, adapt, and grow into his next moment, as you can see. So I hope you got some value. We look forward to catching up with you next week. Y'all have a great one.